What are some things that you're using that you like that helps I you be a love better love core I'm using it more and more. Um, I'm running um, just this morning at the Naples Children's. Uh, running the meeting, put put a big screen, have the big screen up, yeah. and got my laptop and plug yeah. it into the TV, and mostly running the meeting right from Procore. Hey there, and welcome everyone to Peak Performance Unleashed, the DeAngelis Diamond Experience. Dave Diamond here, co-founder at DeAngelis Diamond, and I'm with your awesome co-host, our CIO, Brett Diamond. Through this podcast, we hope you enjoy the experience of meeting the inspiring people we work with and the incredible projects they are building. D'Angelo's Diamond, well, we're an innovative, award-winning national construction management firm, and we're on a mission. Inspired by the belief that we exist to develop authentic relationships and have a positive influence on everyone we meet, we are headquartered in Naples, Florida, with offices in Nashville, Detroit, Sarasota, Birmingham, and Fort Myers. Our motto, it's the honor to build because every day we have the honor to be in this worthy profession, building innovative and complex projects and making a difference in people's lives, doing what we love. And also because we are humbled and honored by the faith that our clients place in us to accomplish a great task on their behalf to build their dreams. So thanks for listening and for joining us on our journey. And God bless. On this episode of Peak Performance Unleashed, we brought in a project manager that has been with DeAngelis Diamond since the year 2000. Brian McKinsey is a graduate of University of Florida and has an expertise in faith-based and nonprofit construction markets. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thanks, guys. Good to see you, Brian. as well. Oh, estimator, that's right, EPM. Yeah. So. Up until pretty recently, yeah. 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 Back when we wore all the hats. Yeah. He's got yeah. multiple skills. Yeah, he just right. does it all. Man. Well, that's good then. So um, we're going to start off with a few quick, easy questions, fun questions for the audience just to get to know you, and then we'll jump into uh, the more sure. down-to-earth professional stuff. So, all right, if you had access to a time machine, what year would you go to, past, present, future? <laughs> I'm going to say the Wild West sounds pretty cool, but I don't know if I'm <laughs> yeah. adventurous enough yep. to have... Uh, <laughs> uh, to live in that time. Yeah. Um, I'll go with, um, I don't see much allure with the 70s personally. You know, I was <laughs> born in the 70s, um, lived through the 80s. Um, <laughs> I'll go back, let's say the 50s. 50s? Yeah, I think the 50s yeah, was nice. a pretty cool era. It was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. fun time. Yeah, that so would I'm going to cool. go 50s. Nice. I always thought the Wild West was cool too, but it always sounded terrifying. Yeah. Just like draw in the middle of the street when you're just trying to leave right. the restaurant or something. You trying can't fist fight then. You just get shot. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, question number two. Uh, nickname that your friends gave you growing up through sports or through friendships or even parents could be. Yeah. So my grandfather called me Boomer. 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 Oh, yeah. And then my friends would call me uh, Mac, okay. which was my grand my, my other grandfather's nickname was Mac. He went by Mac. Nice. So uh, my friends called me Mac. Mac. What's Boomer yeah. from? What's that? I don't, you know, I don't know. It's just the, something that he would, he he would call me. <laughs> I never got the origin of it, to yeah. be honest with you. So yeah. Brian McKenzie. Be, no, it's nothing that. You know the name, yeah. Boomer Esiason, football player, right? Football player? Or that was... Yeah, way yeah, after. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, after me, right? Yeah, so. he, that's, what he, that's what he called me. So those are the... 
Those are the two. Yeah. That's strong yeah. names, though. Boomer yeah. and Mac. Those are cool. I like those yeah. names. Or B-Mac, some people B-Mac. would say. Yeah. At least it's not Jughead or something like that. Right. Yeah. always telling us. <laughs> yeah. the Beanpole. You know. <laughs> Beanpole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before. Peanut <laughs> uh, right. butter. No, number, you have another one? No, I was uh, saying peanut butter. Uh, I was peanut butter, but yeah. I was bread. I've gotten beanpole before just because it's so tall and skinny. Yeah. How's the uh, hair up there? Like yeah. How's the hair? Right? Classic jokes. <laughs> um, all right. Number three. What app do you use on the phone the most? Um, I love Mint. Nice. Yeah. I, use, I love that. That's been around. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, my wife maybe sometimes doesn't love it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Same here. What is this charge? <laughs> um, Did it scare you at first when they first came out? Because they go... Give us your bank account information, Everything. your passwords to your bank, and all that yeah, data, right? And they yeah. were like, you're like, Credit whoa. Is <laughs> this a legit company? Yeah. Yes, true, yeah. Um, now he's terrified, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, like, now that you think about it. it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a great, helpful tool. Oh, yeah. my gosh, it, it really is. Um, um, what else? They make recommendations to you, too, right? Yeah. Like, do. like they'll I go, oh, do you know, you, you can make more interest if you did this, or you can yeah. save on your insurance if you bought here. Yeah, of course, get, it's all oh, sponsors. Yeah, yeah, it's really sponsor stuff. So I haven't, they have a, the budget tools kind of neat. If you, yep. you know, you got to kind of categorize things for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's pretty good. Um, so I like that a lot. Even for sure. Um, uh, I'm still, you know, getting, you know, like a bicycling magazine. I like getting a magazine instead yeah. of, so I don't, I don't know why I don't use their app for, for example. Yeah. Um, I look at stuff on eBay. You know, yeah. Look at this or that. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, Waze is a good app. Waze saves. Waze saves you for sure with cops. I remember the <laughs> first time I I had never heard of it. You yeah. and I were driving somewhere and you told me about Waze. Yeah. And uh, so now, like every time I get on the highway, I'm like, I feel like yeah. I don't have Waze on. I shouldn't be oh, driving. Yeah. I do it when I head home every day just because I want to see traffic or yeah. what's coming up or, you know, what, what route should I take because of a traffic accident or something or cops. <laughs> I like how they gamified it too. Like you yeah. can score points and stuff. And I was, I, I was like ninja yeah. level. Oh, top level. There, you know, because it, it, yeah. <laughs> it was just based on how, many, how often you would use yeah, it. How many miles you, you, you went to, or whatever it was. Or, higher ranked. And if you, had, if you were helpful and said, oh, there was an accident on the side of the road or there's a police on the side, you get points. Yeah, and, you feel like. Which is like the opposite of what we should be doing is, is using our phone while we're driving, but hey, I'm a ninja now, so I can yeah. put yeah. this little thumbs up and give some guy a you know, heads up there's a hazard in the road. But it worked. <laughs> it really made you want to use it more. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I just need two more thousand <laughs> points to get ninja level. Completely. Yeah, you, nah, yeah, nothing besides that is the, uh, you don't actually get any value from it besides mm-hmm. just I think the next level up was like king or something. I don't want to be a king. I like being ninja. So I'm going to stop level. scoring points. <laughs> yeah. I'm, set. Like I'm, a, yeah, I'm set at ninja. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Weather. I like the weather radar app. That's what Mo said. Yeah. Radar app. Yeah. I, I tend to look at that radar app yeah. and say, oh, what's this rainstorm yeah. doing? When's it coming in? Yeah. So some practical stuff. Then podcast app, you know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. that that's yeah. one of I have Spotify. We use that a lot, but we share. I share the account. Yeah. As my daughter's gotten older, yep. half the time when I try to get on it, she's using somebody else is listening to it. And I haven't paid for the next. Yeah, don't tell, we won't tell Spotify. Even though yeah. this is probably gonna be on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it's a great the same, app. In the same way, and same it way. gets plenty. It's getting used around <laughs> the clock at my house by my family. It's just not awesome. always by me. Yeah, so, that's funny. Yeah, those are the standouts. All right, last question is. Uh, I guess, how many haircuts do you think there are in America each year? How many haircuts <laughs> in America each year? 
Goodness. <laughs> Let's see. I'd be good if I knew the population of the United States and I can extrapolate. It's a starting point. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the U.S. we're talking about, right? Just the U.S., yeah, yeah. Come on, you said you were an estimator. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm going to use his phone for this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say um, 800 million. Okay. Roughly two and a half per person per year, which can be true. So I was looking this up before. Yeah. I don't know the answer, by the way. So when I was looking this up, it's, a, it's, it's so hard to think. It's impossible to know because... I cut my hair every two weeks. I get really short, but it's the average guy cuts it every two to three months. I'm like, yeah. really? Like, that's yeah. people like people with longer hair yeah. can go. And my my wife gets it every yeah, four two months. Two and a half. You know, not, like, I think it's too low. Yeah, I think because it's it's at least I'd say at least you're getting four haircuts a year. I would yeah, think. Maybe, yeah, unless you're really yeah rocking the long hair. I guess. Right, right. But yeah, I don't I don't do. You need to like weeks. yeah yeah like <laughs> one of those haircut places that are. Like super cuts or sports cuts, yeah. sports clips, whatever they're called. They have data I bet this. if they would have the data, if yeah. you would contact them and say, How many people get here? And they go, Well, on we average, you happen to know that. Yeah, on average, you know, it's, you know, the mail comes in. It's you know, 2.6 billion, yeah. and we have 22% of that market. Yep. And we do I, this many cuts a year. Yeah. I do think a lot of, you know, guys your age are. are I just do it myself. Cutting their You're doing it yourself. I, yeah, yeah, I go to the barber maybe once mm-hmm. or twice a year. Okay. I, just, I literally just to fix sit it in my after, bathroom. After, with, after you screwed it up so much. Yeah, you go I can never get the up. back right, so I like every once in a while I go fix the back, but I, I stand with a, an iPad uh-huh. and I look at the mirror behind me because I don't have a handy mirror. Nice. But, but then I just do it and um, it took me a while, but yeah. So I'm, one, I'm just one really blade cheap. for the top and then one for the sides I do, and then it goes blending at the back? from half up to an eight on top. So okay. it goes half up to about a four on the sides and then the top comes to like a six to an eight. I kind of round it up up there. We could so. do a, a haircut podcast. Yeah, I could so do that. The whole podcast is on haircut. Probably wouldn't Fred want to learn from me. Somebody a haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do it for else. I, oh, man. I wouldn't trust myself. We're going to have to video it, though. Yeah. yeah. So can watch. You'll be the first person I cut the hair of? I'll do no, it. I'll do no. yours for sure. So. You, I, we want to watch you do your own. Oh, my own? Oh, yeah. I like, kind of like the idea that you don't have to go, do, go sit in the chair, do the whole thing. You can it's, get it done. It's mostly because I'm really cheap. I just hate spending money on things. So I'll just do it myself. It's nice to... I always put it off, put it off until... Yep. Oh boy! All right, I better. You know, wait in line and. Yeah. Well, I have a friend that owns a salon, so that helps. Oh, yeah, yeah. VIP treatment. <laughs> there you go. That's why I'm so handsome. I've been wondering that last oh, it's 19 years now. Yeah. It finally came out. I go to a place called Beautify. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. See, we'll put a little tag in there. Hopefully, they'll sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but we're all vain in that way, right? Like, yep. if you get your haircut. And you find someone that cuts it really well. You want them to do it, and then that person leaves, yeah. right? Yeah. Or they're out sick. You're like, or something. and yeah. somebody screws it up the next time. You're like, darn, I'm not going yeah. again yeah. to that person's back. Or I find someone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Take care of who we want. Now it's like my uh, friend is owns the shop, so I can see her, and that's perfect. She knows what yeah. to do. Yeah. I leave it up to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And you have really nice hair, Brian. Yeah, yeah really hair. a lot of people are jealous of that hair. hair. It is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have really long hair too for a while. I kept it sometimes yeah. and keep it long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the beard, rocking the beard. It's That's awesome. The beach bum. Whole package. <laughs> Manly man. <laughs> right. Well, let's let's get to know Brian a little bit more, and then let's move into talk about his career and what he's awesome projects yeah. he's working on. So, Brian, let's start out. Where did you? 
grow up? And when you were growing up, what did you think you really wanted to be? So I grew up in Clearwater, Florida, and born and raised, and uh, grew up uh, near the near the beach, and uh, eventually in high school lived on the beach. Um, I, when I was growing up, my father was in construction, small remodeling, that type of thing, superintendent, then he started a you know, small company doing remodeling, so I was around construction nice. a lot. I didn't necessarily say, oh, I want to be a, a contractor when I grew up, but I liked working with my hands and, yep. you know, being able to fix things and, and working with my dad a little bit, you know, building and seeing him, you know, build a house, that yeah. type of thing, so... I like that. When I was in junior college, I went. Uh, I was looking into you know marine biology. Um, wow, you're like a third marine biologist. We've talked. Yeah, to. Well, no one goes through with it, Doug. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I love the beach. I yeah. liked being on the beach. I, you know, kind of thought of myself as a you know yeah. a, a beach person, volleyball, windsurfing, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of went from that. When I went into UF, I was um, actually. Uh, looking towards physical therapy. Cool. Yeah. But that's very, you know, that was very competitive. And, and I really, I didn't have the, the, I didn't want that bad enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. it seemed like a, a, you know, an idea at the time. Didn't have a passion for it. And, um, and um, so from that, I, you know, I took that, fell back on my, my love of construction and, you know, working, building things. Yeah. And uh, drew on that experience and went into school there at, you know, the Rinker School at nice. UF. And go Gators. Yeah, go yeah, Gators. Like yeah. that? Yeah. University of Florida. University of Florida and a lot of, a lot of Gators here, so that's <laughs> good. And uh, then from there, I got recruited right out of school to Naples and never heard of Naples. <laughs> yeah, I've been in Naples. It's true. No, I'm only yeah. two hours from, from Naples where I grew up. That's funny. Um, you know, between, from, from Sarasota to Miami, I didn't realize there was anything Anything else there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any grandparents that lived here. It's funny. Uh, so I got recruited here. They brought me here to Naples, take a look around. And uh, I thought, yeah. man, this is great. And it's close to home and, uh, you know, a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. And so that's where I ended up here in Naples. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so We're glad you did. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And when you're not building awesome projects, what you like to do for fun or some of your hobbies? So Sounds I was, like you surf and well, no, and that, that's and stuff like that, that, yeah. I kind of, um, I have, the, <laughs> you know, I have the paddle board like a lot of yeah. people do. Yeah, that I need cool. to get get it out more often. I end up more um, playing tennis. I like to do that. We go, um, yeah, we go boating. Um, do a little of that. Do uh, done some of those sprint triathlons yeah. for fun. Um, I like to swim. My main thing that I do for exercise is swim. Nice. Uh, you know, keeps you keeps yeah. you back in shape. Your whole body. Yeah, it's good. You can. I don't like to run it at all, but I, I know people that run say they can run, they can think, they can clear their mind. Swimming is, to me, I mean, you do the same thing. You get in a rhythm. Yeah. Great thing about being in the water is it forces you to breathe in an orderly fashion. You can yeah. go running, yeah. and be huffing and puffing and you know breathing heavy and breathing yeah. irregular. With swimming, you really you're. You know, it's three strokes, breathe, three yeah. strokes, breathe. Yeah. So it's it's great in that manner, too. You're sure. probably healthier on the joints and the impact, oh, yeah. right? When, you the know, joints, running's good sure. until you do that for 
10, 20, 30 years and yeah. the toll it puts on your body absolutely. compared to swimming, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's, that's, uh, that's a hobby that gives me <clears> some, that, you know, that I, I like, like to do. And, uh, yeah. So. Awesome. So yeah. you came in Naples after college. Um, yeah. When did you come to Dana's Diamond? How did you discover uh, Dana's so, Diamond? And we discovered you. I'll what, give you an old name that you probably yeah. remember. Um, <laughs> although he wasn't here that long, Alan White. Oh yeah. Remember was that. at was at uh, uh, Born Craig, and we um, he left and came to DeAngelis Diamond, and he um, called me little while later and said he was going into uh, seminary school yeah and he said man you really need to come here he said you don't you don't fit in over there this is these guys are great awesome and uh, you should really give them a call that's awesome you know, i know they're hiring and you should talk to them so so i was not you know i was looking for um the next opportunity i come right out of college and uh you know Got my feet wet, jumped right into project management and estimating. Nice. And, um, you know, I, I um, so I had gotten a little experience in that regard and, and um, you know, I was ready for that next step. So, yeah. So I, I thank Alan White for that uh, yeah. little push that <laughs> we, I needed. We thank him too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Great. Well, let's talk about some of these great projects you're doing. You know, it's, we're so fortunate to have Brian with us. Not here just today, but in our company for 19 years, because Brian is an expert in a couple project types, and they're faith-based projects and our nonprofits. He's developed this expertise. He does it better than anyone else. There probably isn't anyone in Southwest Florida that has got more experience doing faith-based and nonprofit uh, projects. What are some of the projects you're working on? Uh, or so, that you that you've that you've been excited about that you've worked on in the past. So recent, some recent projects. The one that um, uh, comes to mind that I'm most proud of is uh, Grace Place had had uh, you know put a building out for bid, and uh, their first education building, two story building, about seven thousand square feet on their campus, and um, we bid that project, and we were. Uh, fortunate enough to get awarded that, um, you know, some, uh, yep. a lot of that on the uh, competitiveness of, of our, of our um, bid and proposal, and then also because of our uh, reputation and uh, experience in that type of work, that we were awarded that first building, and uh, for the next three and a half, four years, we went from building to building with them. After that, they never talk to anyone else after that it was the awesome. experience was so good that we kept fortunately they by the time we were finishing up one building they had another <laughs> one coming online and we kept rolling with them and so we were completed four buildings for them nice what is what is grace place for our listeners describe so grace what place is. is uh they're they're um they support the golden gate area community so they offer um after school care awesome uh, they offer tutoring, they offer uh, English lessons, they have a computer lab with, um, uh, what's the, um, the um, language software, there's a, there's a real well-known one. Anyways, we, uh, moms, dads can come into this computer lab, work on their English skills. Yep. Uh, the kids are bused right there from after school and they get a snack, they get 
they get tutoring, they get, there's, we ended up putting in uh, three playgrounds there. So there's the um, education function, uh, there's a food pantry nice. that they, every Friday, they, uh, they put out there what Harry Chapin brings in, mm-hmm. truckloads of food, and mm-hmm. they do a, a very, um, you know, very popular food pantry for that area. So they support that whole community. They're right in the middle of the neighborhood. You never know where they were. Yeah. Um, and um, they've just been a real positive impact on, on the community. And they were able to um, raise so much money with the generosity of, of you know, local donors here. Uh, Naples Children Education Foundation, folks like that, that um, were able to donate and keep those buildings going. So we've got two education buildings, uh, the learning center, multi-purpose building with a food pantry, and, uh, and then we remodeled their chapel. So. Nice. So that, that from the longevity and, and the relationship with the client, it was, you know, it couldn't have worked out better. Yeah, yeah, we're glad to see them be so successful because they're having such a great impact. And that impact yeah. is just helps them to continue growing and developing. So fantastic organization. Where are some other, and you do some faith-based with churches? I do. Um, we worked with, uh, we did two projects with Covenant Church on uh, 41 here by Pelican Bay. Sanctuary and a competitor of ours did. But then we built their fellowship hall, big two story building, and then they uh, hired us back to do the um, seating expansion for their sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And we worked with Jim Bouton, you know, great local architect and and uh, that just turned out really nice and it's nice to drive by that building on for sure on forty one and see it. And then I've been involved in, in even retail, we did a, a great, I guess I wouldn't call it retail, wealth management business office right on Fifth Avenue, right in the middle of Fifth Avenue. Yeah. That was a, a fun one to do, just super high-end finishes, yeah. uh, really savvy client that in development and, and even in residential construction. So we get work with some subcontractors that, that, that do a lot of Port Royal homes and things. So nice. need to work with those different types of subcontractors yeah. uh, that are more focused on custom work. Uh, but I've worked on you know, everything from condo remodels with with uh, D'Angelo Steinman to medical offices, uh, Naples Zoo. We did yep. work at the Naples yeah. Zoo, yeah, which yeah. was fun to be behind the scenes. That's interesting, this. right? Cool. Yes, very. <laughs> that was fun to be behind the giraffe enclosure and they, they all come over and <laughs> Real curious, stick their heads over the fence <laughs> to see what's going on back here. It's amazing. So that, that was fun. So yeah, a lot of lot of great cool. local projects. Boys and Girls Club, right? Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. What was that like, Boys and Girls Club? Boys and Girls Club is a fantastic building uh, out in Immokalee. Fun building, you know, round circular windows, colorful, cool commercial kitchen, teen lounge, um, just. Um, out there, um, bright blue, just fun building, filled right up. They had a waiting list before they even opened. Mm-hmm. Salvation Army Youth Center, we took a car dealership that we built in the 90s, and um, we re, re, uh, we gutted it, used the metal building structure, and made it into the Francone Youth Center here in Naples. Nice. So that, that, was, uh, that building went through a few cycles. It was a car dealership, 
I guess I went through uh, uh, a couple of different car dealerships, mm-hmm. auto shop, and then we were able to turn it into a youth center now. So wow. that was a fun one. We're I'm meeting with them today on another project too. So yeah, yeah, we really enjoy. We feel honored when we get to do these projects. That you know, our mission is having a positive influence in everyone that we meet and have an impact in the communities that we work in. And when you're working with these organizations that are, that's what they do every day is having an influence in their communities, having an impact, changing people's lives. You know, what an honor it is for us to work alongside them. We share their vision. We share their, their passion, their mission, their goals that they have. What's it like working for those artists? Because it's different when you're working with nonprofits because you're working with boards and committees. Uh, These aren't developers who are used to building buildings and stuff. So what's that process like for a project manager work with organizations versus developers? It's very, it's really rewarding in a lot of ways because you're, you may be working with a a leader at the church or a leader in the community for the Salvation (laughs) Army. Uh, But you're also working with a volunteer board of of business leaders, uh, folks that are volunteering their time and they have yeah. different backgrounds, different businesses, and you're able to work with a committee of people that are all have the same goal. They just want to see a building that's turned over that the children can occupy. They can yeah. get in there. They can use it. They can see the that's the good that's being done. So they really look to you to take the lead and show the expertise, and they trust you. What do we need to do to accomplish this? Um, so it's refreshing in that way that it's it's very positive and team oriented and um, it's just a, a rewarding experience once it's complete and you can see the effect it's having on the community. Uh, so so from that perspective, I think they're unique in the way that you've got people from around the community yep. that are all coming together because of their interest in the project, yeah. meeting weekly every other week to to um, towards that common goal so you get to meet a lot of interesting people and different backgrounds here while you do it that's awesome and then talk about people we know this too that great projects are never accomplished by one person they're accomplished by a team of people Uh, who are some of the team members that you've worked with that helped you accomplish some of these projects right yeah definitely uh, you know when your children ask you what you do you say well you know I I built that building well (laughs) yes you know, I, I didn't of, build yeah. that. You know, I was one of the many people yeah. <laughs> involved from from the uh, dumpster guy that picks up the dumpsters to the yeah. you know, the you know, per, the the subcontractors doing the electrical to yeah. you know, superintendents to the project support specialists. Uh, so it's it's really uh, neat to that, that it is true. You can't you can't build these things uh, with one, two, three, yeah. hundreds of people that have to come together to get it done so you know from our group these type size projects we're a pretty tight-knit group we have usually have a project manager we got a superintendent yep. you know I've worked with um, Jeff Borengraver at, at Neighborhood Health Clinic yeah just great dedicated great. dedicated superintendent um, client you know great client relations um, uh, Joe Allington's working with me oh, yeah. at awesome. Children's Education Building. It's the folks that put on the wine festival. 
and support so many of these local charities that, that we've been able to build for. Yeah. You're just starting that project, right? Just starting that That's one. That's an incredible um, project. We're um, up to uh, <clears throat> ready to set the hollow core here in a, in a few weeks. So that's going up. Um, countless folks I've worked with, working with um, Susan, of course, for so many years. Yes. She's great. She's <laughs> been uh, a fixture here as well. Yeah. And uh, um, Tiffany is uh, handling most of the project support yep. work. Uh, yep. Tiffany Bray. Yep. And, um, you know, but even, um, you know, we can't get these things done. Uh, Amanda oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. in reception. That's right. Just, just helping us out every day. Um, so yeah, your project accountants you have project accountants. Yeah, yeah working with uh, Grant Maxwell. Yeah, yeah Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, uh, great, great folks. Sammy. Um, you know, it, it, this company's, I feel like, uh, unique in the way that um, you, you need something from accounting. You know, they're they're there for you. It's it's um, it, the company's we're a large company, but we have a feeling of a I feel like of a small company, smaller right. company when we when you're yep. here at the office. Yep, I agree. You know, I can walk in, talk to, to you, David or John, yep. or yep. So it's it's uh, it's great. You know, working right next to Reggie and then of course Brian Hood. Yeah, and I worked together for I think eighteen years. Yeah, yeah. he's been almost as long yeah. as you. Yeah. Came so, after you, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Knowing that Brian's watching operations and yeah. that I can lean on him if I, I need to, and yeah. that he's out there supporting Joe and and uh, Jeff Mastriani and these guys that, that I've worked with, it's yeah. just um, it's reassuring. It's reassuring. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Exactly. So, so great people and. and and also to help you do your job well, you use a lot of technology, new Absolutely. innovations, and that's probably changed a lot in the 19 years that you've been here. Uh, construction. Yeah. yeah. What are some things that you're using that you like that helps I you be a better PM? I love Procore. I'm using it more and more. Um, I'm running um, just this morning at the Naples Children's, uh, running the meeting. We put, put a big screen, I have the big screen up, yeah. and got my laptop and plugged yeah. it into the TV. And mostly running the meeting right from Procore. Nice. I'm looking at pulling up the submittal log in real time. Yeah. Architects at the meeting, if they say, well, yeah, this this is uh, approved, I can type it right in while we're sitting there. Um, so that's been great. No emails, no letters and faxes. You can do it right there. You can there. try to use. Yeah. You can, you can in the, the information's there. You can put it in right while you're there. Mm-hmm. So we go through the logs. The drawings are right on Procore. So we're, we're, we're looking at the drawings. I'm skipping over to Bluebeam, marking things up. It's it's just great when the things are being decided on the fly. The, sure. the owners at the meeting, the folks on the committee, they're looking at things. So you can pull up the drawing, look at this, zoom in. I can email it out to somebody right away. So Procore's been great using their the, the module for tasks now too, signing tasks, that type oh, yeah. of thing. Um, so that's <clears> been just a really revolutionary i think for for and all your stakeholders can be part of procore so the architect the engineers the subcontractors so everyone can uh, do their perform their tasks right there in procore you're not having to leave procore going to emails and you know that's right you know downloading free for them which is convenient too free for the subs and architects and owners and And the subcontractors have their ipads on site 
They've got the latest drawings. Yep. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, um, there's no excuses for not having the latest, right. latest drawings, documents. Uh, they can pull it up even on their phone if they need to. So that's been, that's been probably the biggest thing. But even over the years, the different softwares that we've, that we've used, you know, you, we went, we got on-screen takeoff for estimating that it's, that, um, really is easy to use. Yeah. And, um, um, even from timber scan to the way we you know, used to do invoices, yeah. Oh, yeah. Textura, paying the, paying the subs yeah. faster now. Yeah, yeah. just a, just a huge. You know, I'm gonna go into a timber scan and even look look up an invoice. You can look up all the invoices yeah. from the job, sort them. Yeah. Look really quick, print them, send them out. Uh, so that just that's that's been great. I feel like as we've grown, we've been able to use some of these technologies that uh, at a smaller company you just wouldn't have that yeah. benefit as a project manager. Yeah. So that's cool. That's been, uh, that's been excellent. Uh, so we continue to improve and find new ways to, to, you know, to do our jobs and communicate really yep. what it boils down to is be communicating and being efficient and for sure. Uh, even DocuSign getting out contracts and, change orders and things yeah. to DocuSign. All paper free. Yeah. That's cool. Well, before we wrap up, I have one quick question, actually. I saw a fun fact that you're a relative of <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. That's what I'm told, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm told. Is that through, like, Ancestry.com? Did you see that? So, or? my, uh, my, on my father's side, uh, my, my, uh, my father, um, their family goes back to, even to the, um, my aunt's a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution. And, yeah. Um, we have a relative that was on the Mayflower. That's going cool. back. And I don't, I, I don't know the exact correlation yeah. back to, I, I, I have that access, that information. I need to revisit yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> that is cool. Uh, yes, my, my grandmother was very adamant about that. Over, over <laughs> very the proud moment. That, uh, and I do have a, healthy fear of lightning so I think Not, that's, yeah that makes sense now that's, i think yeah clearwater right i mean tampa is the lightning yeah. capital of the world right. yeah. he watches so, his weather app all the time so, 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 so that's Thanks benjamin that. franklin and me yeah. too yeah. <laughs> yeah. deep Awesome. Do you see his other fun pack though? That I was did. good too. I was going to yeah. cover that when we were doing the um, the names. The, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I never saw games. that movie either. So, so what? Tell it. Tell her what. Tell story. What What was your name going to be when you were born? So yeah, the fun fact was my name was going to be Damien, <laughs> and my mother was pregnant. Yeah, and that she was pregnant when the movie The Exorcist came out, and. And I, I've heard things about that movie over the years, but, <laughs> you know, it was so um, uh, awful at the time and so oh, yeah. Yeah. scary that apparently the, the, the kid in it that's, that's possessed or Damien. whatever is Damien, <laughs> is what she told me. So she changed that name fast. I became Brian, yeah, before I was born. She, <laughs> yeah, funny. she made a judgment call that she didn't want to... Maybe Damien can't sleep with him in the house. The scariest <laughs> yeah. movie of yeah. all time. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's no offense to any Damien's. Yeah, yeah, all Damien's are trying to figure out we should change our name now. <laughs> no, that's funny. So. That's awesome. That's a good story. Yeah. But uh, it's been a pleasure having you on this today. Yeah, um, thanks for. And uh, we'll do this again soon. It's but it's uh, definitely interesting to hear from someone that's been here for so long, nineteen years, and your experience here in the, in the industry in general. So thanks for having me. Have a great day. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, thanks Brian. All right. 
Hey everyone, Dave Diamond, co-founder here at Dangerous Diamond. We're growing and I'd love to have you join our team. Here at Dangerous Diamond, we know it's really our people that make us a great company and we're on a mission and have some innovative, complex projects to build, relationships to develop and positive impacts to have in people's lives as we get to do what we love. To achieve our mission, we're building diverse, inclusive, high-performing teams with people who share the same values and cultures that we care about and have a passion to join us in our mission. We intentionally created a culture to attract the best talent and to do our best work. It's a culture that embraces diversity, innovation, creativity, collaboration, influential leadership, and inspiration. We work hard, and then we have fun. In recruiting new team members, we value integrity, passion, humility, and respect in bright, talented, high-performing people. You'll work alongside the best in your field, people who inspire you to do better and who have a desire to help mentor you to get there. So come join us in our journey and make a difference in people's lives doing what you love. To apply, you can find opportunities on our career page at DeAngelisDiamond.com. Thanks and God bless.